Hey guys, this is Two Girls One Mike with Aruba and Heba. And it's Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. By the time we post this podcast, it's gonna be over, but um, we hope you guys had a great day celebrating your loved one. Heba, did you have a good Valentine's Day? <laughs> I spent it with you. <laughs> <laughs> we spent that working because we hustle, hustle yeah. over relationships. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, I just don't have anybody, but... <laughs> I do, but Aruba doesn't let me. <laughs> no, because Hizar and Hiba have a very nice relationship, you know? They, they, Hiba just does whatever she wants, <laughs> and, and Hizar just tags along. <laughs> Even now, he's just laying on the bed. <laughs> so he's just like, you know, he's there, he's chill, he's like, you know, I support this girl in whatever she wants to do. <laughs> So, if you guys are listening, get yourself a chizer, and life is going to be really good for you. But it's only for the ladies who hustle. Yeah, exactly. If you want a man who hustles, don't get a chizer. <laughs> just don't even get a man, okay? Just don't get a man. Get I, an it's Aruba. It's worth the trouble. Yes, I am looking for a relationship. So, if you are watching this and you um, are not annoying, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> Okay. Because you know what? Uh, the, the, the only thing I really hate is when people are annoying. Aruba really likes people who are motivated. Who... <laughs> I love how Hippa knows more about the kind of guy I want than I do. Aruba likes someone who will give her his all without asking for her all, but want her all sometimes. <laughs> That's literally me. I just... You know, me in a relationship is like, I love you, but like, give me space. (laughs) But like, don't give me space. But like, don't give me space at the same time. Give me room to breathe, but not space. Yeah. Yes. That's a really good way to describe it. So if you are not a clingy person. Great. I guess this is turning into Tinder. (laughs) You might be the one for me. (laughs) If you think you were the one for Aruba, please hit up at Aruba Awesome. Or hit up at the getaway city. <laughs> I love how we're just pimping me out <laughs> in this podcast. Anyways, all jokes aside. If you think your friend is suitable for a <laughs> share this podcast with them. <laughs> okay. okay, all jokes aside, um, I'm actually not looking for anybody. I'm perfectly content being by myself, so thank you very much. And we're just going to keep <laughs> hustling. <laughs> Um, I think it's really important for you to be able to work on yourself yeah. and reach your highest potential before you're even in a relationship with someone else. Yeah. It's important for you to be able to discover what you're looking for in the other person. Yeah. And we were talking about this yesterday where we were like, we we want the other half or our significant other to kind of be the other piece of the jigsaw puzzle to complete us in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like the stage that I'm at right now. I'm really like not in a rush to do anything with anybody. Like even, I know like people like to you know talk to other people, but I feel like I'm not. I just don't have the energy to even have another talking stage. Like for me, it's just like focus on my work, focus on my self development, and if it happens, it happens. I think that's fair. I think it's important for you. Like, I think it's good mm-hmm. to be able to kind of just give yourself some time and kind of be like, hey, I'm going to do my own thing for a little bit. And whoever I meet on my path, I'll see where it goes with it. Yeah, because, like, you know me. You've known me since grade nine. I haven't, even before grade nine, like, I haven't been without a Valentine for years. Like, it's. It's been a long time since I've just spent the day alone, right? And so it's like you kind of feel it because it's like you see everybody else and it's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, they have their they have their person. And then you're just kind of it's it's important to, like, stay true to your path because obviously there's going to be times where you want to talk to people just because you feel lonely. Exactly. And you kind of have to steer away from that just because that ends up making you force something into being and you don't want to be in a forced relationship at the end of the day i tried my best to stay off instagram on valentine's day Mm -hmm. i don't want to see people's stories i didn't even want to put anything up on my story but i just shared a post that cousin had made just because it looked cute um i don't want to like i don't know i don't want to be that cringy couple but at the same time sometimes i do so it just depends 
Um, but what I, like, I really applaud you for this, for kind of, like, getting through today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was, I feel like in the beginning of the day, I was fine. And I was like, oh, this isn't too bad, you know, because I was at work. I was busy with work. And then afterwards, it's like, it really... You were so busy in between, though. Even when you got back from work, then you were busy with us. Yeah. And we were all kind of talking. And then I feel like when I had a moment to just myself, it was like, wow. Like, it really hit me. She was busy doing timestamps. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I was really putting all of my effort into the timestamps. And I, the whole idea of not forcing a relationship, I really agree with that. Plus, I also think you shouldn't use other people as, like, a scratching post for all of your desires, you know? Like, it's, it's like, uh, you're using that. Exactly. And just for, like, what? So you don't feel lonely for a little bit, and then... But if it's not a genuine connection, you'll end up feeling lonely anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's not what this podcast is about. Today's podcast is actually about a topic that one of our followers actually told us. Before we even get into that, we do want to say that we really appreciate all this feedback and we really do appreciate it when you guys tell us what you guys want to hear because it kind of guides the conversation to where our listeners want it to be. We don't want to take complete, like, we don't want to take over and do our own thing all the time. We kind of want to give you, give our listeners what they want at the same time. So if you have any questions or need advice on anything, feel free to message either Aruba or me or our, like any of our Getaway Space accounts, and we'd be happy to talk about it. Because even in one of our previous videos, someone had, I think, uh, texted you for advice, mm-hmm. and we kind of gave our two cents on it. Like, yeah. You don't have to want to take our advice, but like it's fun to have just something to talk about outside mm-hmm. the box. And we're definitely not saying like we're professionals and we'll always give you all the right answers, but we do, yeah, we do put all, uh, all of our effort into giving the best answer that we can give because based on our experience, based on what we've learned from each other and what we've learned from other resources. And I think that's important. It's, it's important to have the conversation going so that at the same time, we're all learning from each other. Exactly. Like you don't need someone who has more experience than you or you don't even need like yeah professional opinions are great and they can help guide you but sometimes getting like advice from your peers or your like colleagues or people from your same age group can just kind of get you advice that just clicks because you're in the same boat as each other right yeah so this person texted aruba and they kind of just said yeah they said uh they were wondering if we could do an episode on motivation Um, how to pick yourself up after going through something, how to set aside and move past failures and still keep going, and maybe share some stories that we had regarding this topic. Um, So we want to start off by actually talking about what motivation really is, because I know we all have our own meaning meaning to motivation, and sometimes we feel like maybe we're not doing enough to be motivated, but, you know, this podcast is going to be about what motivation truly is, what you can really do to get yourself to the, the point that you want to be at and how to be productive. Yeah. So motivation on its own isn't really anything. It's not a, like, it's a behavior, right? It comes from other traits that you carry. Motivation itself is not a personality trait or a characteristic that you can just inherit. Um, it's, it isn't like a special event that can be observed directly. It's like a compound which, which observes other specific behaviors so motivation comes from discipline right that's another thing we talk talk about um patience it comes from contentness or it comes from your drive there are so many things you have to kind of piece together to actually be motivated you can't just wake up one day and be like i'm motivated to do this and i will get through it today it has to do a lot with yeah to a certain certain extent it has to do with your conditioning but at the same time It's like, it has to do with your experience. Yeah. So there's actually an entire science behind what motivation comes from. Uh, Because motivation, like Hiba said, it isn't really anything. It isn't us. It is more of how you work on it rather than like something that you can just have. So it's about targeting the right things to actually get you motivated more than, you know, already having that skill set where you can just feel motivated anytime you want. It's a concept. Yeah, it's a concept that you have to work on. And so 
the origin of motivation so it's actually a neuroscience and uh for those of you who don't know what neuroscience is neuroscience is the science of the brain and so where our source of motivation actually comes from is our neurotransmitters they're like these uh, chemical messages that keep us alert and on task and neurotransmitters actually carry chemical messages um, to the brain and that affects the rest of the body so one of the neurotransmitters that play a huge role in the science of motivation is dopamine um, dopamine, I'm sure people have heard of it, and there is quite a misconception about dopamine because people think that it actually is the happy, like, uh, drug where it, you know, makes you feel really, really good. Yeah, it does make you feel good, but where it actually comes from is stress. It's when you place stress on yourself to reach a certain goal is that when that dopamine gets triggered and it increases and it makes you want to go and get that thing. Um, so... The reason why dopamine is important is because where it ends up in your brain will actually trigger how high it rises. And so there's a few different ways that dopamine can get triggered and we're going to talk about that today. So, um, you know, there's a few, uh, two, there's two different types of motivations. Do you want to talk about those? Yeah, so there's like extrinsic and intrin intrinsic give me one second yeah i think it's yeah extrinsic and intrinsic so extrin okay it's important to know the difference extrinsic is where you're motivated to do an activity to earn a reward or pun like punishment mm -hmm. intrinsic is when you're just to perform an activity for its own personal sake and personal reward so you yourself drive yourself for it and an extrinsic is where you have external factors it kind of just it's in the word itself in okay. inside ex external yeah that makes sense um so i have this here where it says psychologists have proposed some different ways of thinking about motivation including one method that involves looking at whether motivation arises from outside or inside the individual which is kind of important like you don't want just one reason to be motivated you want if you truly want to accomplish something, I feel like to a certain extent you have to have an extrinsic drive and an intrinsic drive for mm -hmm. the same goal. Because without one or the other, you're kind of just left on your own. Yeah, because motivation is a response to stimuli. Again, it's not a skill. It is not, I mean, it is a skill in the way that you can get better at it. Mm -hmm. But it isn't like a behavior that just occurs. It's a response to a stimuli, which means that something has to trigger it. And so whether that comes from inside or outside, it's important to target it in the right way so that it's triggering the right amount of motivation that you need for the time. And it also depends on what you're using your motivation towards. Because each goal or each activity requires you to have a different look on it. Like sometimes it's not about motivation. It's about following a schedule, mm -hmm. right? So if you go to the gym and you lose motivation one day, are you going to stick to your schedule or are you going to modify just, it? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like what are you going to do? Yeah. So it kind of just comes down to the moment where you have to decide whether you need the motivation or whether you can carry on an activity without that drive. Again, it's like, and again, the reason why our dopamine gets triggered is because we're placing stress on ourselves, right? And so the stress to make that make that decision about what you're going to do for the day, how your schedule is going to play out, like that is something that is kind of, it's kind of a stimulus or a stimuli. And it also just depends on your thinking because at the end of the day, motivation, it legitimately just means to move. Yeah. So if you believe that you moving from your bed to your bathroom and washing your face and brushing your teeth is you being motivating for the, motivated for the day and will get you through the entire day, then good for you. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. But others need it to be a really, really big thing. Mm -hmm. They need it to be, like some people set long-term goals, mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, I want to be a billionaire and they're mm -hmm. only motivated towards that specific goal. Mm -hmm. Whereas others set short-term goals and they're like, we're going to complete this and then we'll work towards our long-term goal yeah and i think for me it's always worked better to have short-term goals because it gives me something uh you know to focus on for a period of time and once i achieve it because short-term goals are easier to achieve you get that instant like reward feeling 
And that reward feeling makes you feel really good. It makes you feel like you've accomplished something. And so your motivation gets even higher because again, your dopamine is getting triggered and you're like, okay, this feels good. You know, reaching my short-term goals feels good to me. Like for example, if you are behind on your assignments, a short-term goal you can set for yourself is by the end of the week, I'm going to be caught up on all of my assignments. And so that when you keep to that schedule, which HIPAA mentioned again, motivation is about discipline. So when you do set that goal for yourself, it is your discipline getting you towards that short-term goal or that long-term goal. At that point, you're doing the work. Mm -hmm. You're doing the work for yourself because your motivation only increases when you hit a goal because that's your reward Mm -hmm. so in that time that's your discipline that's getting you to that short-term goal which is gonna increase your motivation and so for the rest of your short-term goals you know that you're capable and that feeling of being capable again makes you feel really good exactly okay i have a question Mm -hmm. have you ever like what would you do if you lost motivation Let's say that you've been working really hard towards a goal and you don't get the result that you were hoping for and you lose in, you're like, you just lose hope. Do you keep going or do you just give up? So for me, it's very important that people understand that there's two different kinds of people in this world, right? There's people in this world that will focus on only one thing in life, Mm -hmm. okay? These people, uh, it will literally, like, they have that one goal in their life and they're just gonna do whatever it is possible to get towards that goal. Is that right? So, what? Do you think it's right? Or do you think that's nice? Okay, wait, I'm gonna tell you in a bit. I'm gonna tell you in a bit. There's another group of people who will actually span out their interests in different ways. So, for example, you are a creative person, so you do art. But at the same time, you like cooking, so you that's also another thing you're passionate about. But at the same time, you're also in university. And that's another goal that you really like, you know? I heard, I watched a video about this where it was like, the people who were average at everything, they do better than the person who is good at one specific thing just because they spend their time mm-hmm. accomplishing a lot more. Exactly. So there's a larger spectrum for them to work with. Yeah, and this plays into motivation because you're asking me what would I do if I lost motivation in one thing? So now imagine a scenario where there's this person who, let's let's say he is training to become the best basketball player in the world, okay? And they've been training for this since like they're 12 years old, whatever. This is all that they've known. This is... This is, they're going to hit this goal no matter what. But say they hit like, okay, 20 and you're in your primes. Like this is when, you know, you're in your prime for basketball. Like you want to join the NBA, whatever, you know, people are scouting you, whatever. And you suddenly injure yourself. And now, (laughs) now you have like, now you're being told you can't play basketball. Mm-hmm. So from 12 to 20, you've conditioned your mind to believe that you're going to be a basketball player. And now you can't be that and you've lost the motivation. So your dopamine levels are now like way down, okay? Mm-hmm. If I was that person, I wouldn't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing else for me to put my interest towards. But no, me, the type of person that I am, I span out my interests in various, like this podcast is one of my interests and I have goals for this podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, I'm also working. So I have goals for my work, right? And when I come to here, I focus on here. And when I go to work, I focus on work. I don't think about the podcast. Mm -hmm. And you know, so if something goes wrong at work and I've lost motivation there, I can come to this podcast and resume my goals here and keep going, you know? Because this is another thing that makes me feel really good. So you basically treat every single aspect of your life like a different entity at the yes. end of the day. Yeah. And so if I've done something wrong at work, because today I actually had a really shitty day at work, mm-hmm. and I I didn't feel good at all, but I came here and I was able to channel all of that frustration into something else mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I didn't do so well at work, but I'm going to create the goal of, for myself to come to this podcast and do something good. Mm-hmm. And so I did the timestamps and whatever, and, you know, I was able to reach that short-term goal, and so, so my dopamine levels went up. It just depends, right? As long as you're being productive, I guess, you feel motivated. Yeah. So it's important for you, like, this is what I believe. Even on your off days, you want to set one goal for yourself and accomplish that. 
because it just keeps you on track. It doesn't have to be something big. It could be something really small that you know you can achieve. Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to go on, like, a run before I start work. I don't run, so... (laughs) (laughs) I'll walk to the kitchen and get cereal. There you go. Or, like, I'll make breakfast. Because I know... How many of you skip out on breakfast? Like, probably a lot. (laughs) Yeah, so... Like, yes, a short-term goal, I'm going to make sure I eat breakfast in the morning. And trust me, eating breakfast will actually make you feel good beyond just your dopamine levels. Like, that's your that's your energy in the morning. So eat breakfast, people. I believe that if you do it rarely, that's when it's special. <laughs> that's why I skip out on breakfast until a special day. You know, I used to skip breakfast so much to the point where if I ate in the morning, I'd actually get sick. Like, that's a problem. Yeah, like that was that's because your body is so used to not having the metabolism to digest food in the morning that if you eat in the morning it'll make you sick. I think to a certain extent we can kind of condition ourselves to be a certain way. Like everything about us, even like biologically, I believe yeah. that there's so many things that we can do that we control ourselves. Oh yeah, for sure. Like life is it's so I know maybe people don't believe in this, but it is a mindset, you know, like whatever you aspire to do it all starts in your head like and then it becomes a physical thing but i think it's important for people to realize that there's also practicality at the end of the day like if you set you know what your limitations are you know what your capabilities are if you're setting unrealistic goals for yourself just because everyone around you is an overachiever Mm -hmm. it's just gonna set you up for disappointment yeah like you want to set a goal that you can actually achieve and just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean that you're going to be successful at yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's about being authentic to yourself, right? Like, if you do set a goal for yourself, and while you're on the road to that goal, you realize this isn't for you, then you have to, you, you owe, you're responsible, you owe it to yourself to be real with yourself, you know? Like, okay, I was on the goal to become an engineer and now that doesn't resonate with me anymore that is not one of my values because when you do like when you place values on things that's when your motivation increases because now it's personal Mm -hmm. and so when one of your values isn't resonating with the goal you've set for yourself there's no motivation in that Mm -hmm. there's a loss of identity there you know it's like nothing in my body or mind feels like it resonates with what I'm doing and so I don't want to do it yeah no, I, I relate with that a lot. Um, the This is the time that I was the most motivated, that I think that I've been the most motivated mm-hmm. ever, um, was when I was fast-tracking, right? Mm-hmm. I set the... Like, I started off with the intention of doing it for a person mm-hmm. because my end goal was to move back to Pakistan. Um, and then in between, when I broke up with that person, I was like, do I even really need to do this? And then I found a new motivation in that my family was kind of just like, I skipped out on my second semester grade nine. Um, I left my final exams and I was like, no, I need to get out of here. And then I came back and my family was like bickering and they were just like, oh my God, you're going to be left behind. Like you're going to graduate late, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So I found that as a motivation. And I cannot tell you how many times I went to bed crying because of how exhausted I was. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to do it anymore. And how many times I lost motivation in that pers- like process. It was just horrible. But looking back at it, every single day I would wake up and I would be ready to do it again. Even though I went to bed crying. Mm-hmm. like I felt horrible. I would do my work mm-hmm. and I would just want to die. Like mm-hmm. I did not want to live through it. But it was also when I was hitting, like, it was my prime. Mm-hmm. I worked the hardest that I'd ever worked in my life. And I, I it was for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And when I switched universities, the same thing came into my head where everyone, like, my entire family was just like, you fast-track just to fuck yourself over, mm-hmm. basically. Like, you're just going to go and waste that entire year that you went ahead with and I was like yeah because I'm not happy doing what I'm doing and I'm gonna go do something that's gonna make me happy something that I'm gonna be passionate with and that's where I had to be honest with myself where I had to set a realistic goal where I had to see what I'm actually gonna enjoy doing for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. I don't want to be an accountant which is what I was previously studying to be Mm -hmm. I wanted to do something more I want I knew I could do so much more I have like I like to challenge myself i don't like to do something that i'm too good at or is too easy for me because i know i'll lose motivation in between i like to set big goals Mm -hmm. and i like to achieve big goals 
and every person is different my younger sister isn't like that she likes to set goals that she can achieve because it it she likes a sense of accomplishment i like to feel curiosity and the learning of it yeah i don't mind Uh, another thing which was really important is motivation Mm -hmm. um fear Mm -hmm. so most people it depends on whether you're how comfortable you are with fear are you okay with the idea of not knowing how it's going to end i am i don't really care i want to see what i'm capable of doing yeah but it's important like it was important for me to kind of know that if i didn't make it would i be able to survive it even when i was fast tracking i remember there was one point where i was behind by one credit and it was it it, it just i was like am i am i going to have to go back for an, an like another year mm-hmm. just because of this one credit that's the like the punishment aspect of it right exactly. like that's what's motivating you to do better because you don't want to regress yeah I think that every single, like, honestly, motivation just comes and goes. After those two years, I feel like I died down, mm-hmm. and I lost that motivation, especially, like, if, doing accounting. It was just, it wasn't me. Yeah. And now I'm trying to find that, like, where it went wrong, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to find where I find that happiness again, because to a certain extent, I feel like my motivation relies on how happy I am and how content yeah. I am with everything else that's going on in my life. It also I might depend on, like, how well you're doing, right? Exactly. Like, if you, like, that's the thing, the feeling of doing really well, it makes you feel really good, and so you want to chase that feeling. I feel like when you're in a, when you're life is hitting rocks and bumps constantly it's really hard to be able to just completely shut it off and be like i'm gonna remain motivated because at that point it's kind of naive like you don't want to be that person you want to take in your surroundings and then find motivation yeah i know like a lot of people struggle with this especially at our age i know i struggled it with it when i was in high school I was doing extremely well and so I was always motivated, you know, because that feeling of doing really well and like getting that uh, acknowledgement from people around you, it makes you feel so good that you're like, I'm going to keep doing it. But eventually, you know what happens? your university messes that up. Yeah, but you know what happens? It's because, you know why you, or at least maybe for me, uh, because I'm just realizing this as we're talking. The reason why we get burnt out by the end of it and we feel like, wait, what happened? It's because our actual values were never aligned with what we were doing. Exactly. Like, yeah, people made me feel good. You know, like my teachers were like, Aruba is so good at this subject and this subject and this subject. And based on other people's opinion, I chose a route for the rest of my life. Yeah. And so because my values were never aligned with it, over time, my mind caught up with that. And it was like, wait, hold up. You don't actually like doing this. And so... You start doing worse in your tests. You start doing worse in your exams. And so suddenly you get those marks back and now they're actually reflecting what your interests are. And then you're like, okay, maybe I need to change what I'm doing. And I didn't realize this until we just started talking about it Mm -hmm. because I've always questioned, why did I come in? Why did I get into university and no longer want to do what I was doing? You know? See, I don't, okay. I don't relate with what you're exactly saying. Yeah. I picked, like, we're in a very similar boat because I picked a career that I was not happy with and I thought that I could just do for the sake of doing it. Mm -hmm. But then I got into it and I was just like, hmm, I could do better. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know why I picked this. I can do, I can achieve so much more and I'm putting myself in a box that's going to drive me out and I don't want to do that. I could have continued. I was in my second year, right? I could have continued with what I was doing. But at that point, I, I I don't know. I can't even go back to the exact moment where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I still, like, there's times when I sit down and my parents just ask me. They're like, I don't understand why you left if you were so good. Because they saw my transcripts, but, right? see, that's the thing. One of the motivators, it literally... So one of the ways you actually get motivated... So there's four ways. So mm-hmm. there's creativity... There's financial incentive, which is where you, like, receive some kind of reward. Mm -hmm. Then there's a curiosity and learning. So you were in accounting and you felt like you were too good at it. Where it's like you're, it's almost like to the point where you're not really learning. Yeah, and you're not really learning anything where it's, like, challenging your brain, right? And so if it's too easy, you're just kind of like. I I was breezing through it. I didn't go to school. I barely showed up for lectures. I would only show up for my, like 
presentations and stuff. Yeah. But other than that, it was just, it was, it just came way too easy. Exactly. And so your dopamine levels are on like a resting kind of thing where it's like, mm, they're not really getting stimulated by anything because you're just, you're, you're not, see, that's the thing. There's a difference between being content and being happy. Like when you're content, it's just, you're kind of like, okay, I have what I need to have, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm enjoying it to the point where it's like, I'm really, really happy with what I'm doing in my life. And there's also a difference between contentness and neutralness. Yes. Like, you won't really be able to tell until when, until the moment you feel like you're neutral. Yeah. But if you think you're living life on a cycle and you just have a routine and you're doing everything on autopilot, that means you're not content yeah. at the end of the day. That just means that you're dried out and yeah. you need to pause and refresh. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. I've had that happen to me so many times where I feel like like I was having interactions with people, but I felt like I was it was all autopilot. Mm-hmm. I would go to work cuz I when I took the year off after mm-hmm. university, I just I worked every single day. I worked twice a day cuz I I love being productive. I didn't want to feel like I was being a bum. So I just kept working and working and working and I remember at the end of every single day I'd be like I don't know what I did the entire day I can't sit down and pinpoint an exact moment where I was doing something yeah. every thank you every hello every conversation I had was just yeah it was, it was just like pre-scripted. wired into your yeah. brain yeah and I feel like I, I lost my motivation during that year yeah. and I just couldn't find it after that and even to like even until we started the podcast I didn't have that yeah I started a YouTube channel I lost motivation in that too just because I felt like I wasn't it wasn't what I was happy doing mm-hmm. and then I started recording on my own and I didn't put that stuff out just because I was like this isn't good enough mm-hmm. and then I found you <laughs> and you were like okay this is okay this is okay like I need mm-hmm. someone to sit with me and be like it's okay this yeah. is fine like and you that's do really this. important honestly that people don't talk about this much but but what happened <laughs> she's looking at the wrong shit. you know People don't talk about the dark side of what happens when you lose motivation because Hiba asked me what would I do if I lost motivation. Dude, there was a point in my life where I was so numb to everything that I didn't leave my bed. Like, I was so, like, over it because there was nothing in my life that was making me happy and making me want to achieve something that I was just... I didn't want to leave my bed and you 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 don't want to talk to anybody you want to you want to be alone yeah. and people don't talk about the dark side of that and so you actually need somebody who's like pushing you right you need that as much as as much as motivation comes from inside like Hippa talks about there's also external motivation and, and I like maybe take this a little bit differently but external motivation can be people it, it yeah definitely it can be yeah so like it's like a person who is like brings an idea to you and you're like let's do it and so when you're partnered up with a person an idea it's such a it's such a dynamic thing because if you lose motivation there's the other person Person for you you and if they lose motivation you're there to pick them back up because that's the most beautiful part about not being the same as another person because you constantly have fluctuating moods and 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 ideas and all of this and your personality and so you kind of weigh each other out right I feel like um, in the past four years, because I've dated Kaja for four years, mm-hmm. I received a lot of like help from him yeah. to kind of get through everything, which yeah. is unfair, right? I don't want to say that you need a relationship to find motivation, but for me, that was a very big factor. And then on top of that, I had some, I, I need an outlet. I always need an outlet mm-hmm. to kind of just talk and kind of get my feelings out and kind of just share with. Same thing with you. Like, you and Khazar are very similar, which is why <laughs> I'm very comfortable talking to yeah. you, too, just because I, I, I know him so well that I expect everything, yeah. and it's the same to a certain extent. I know what you're going to say before you even say it, so I know. Like, me and Hippa's in the same room with us sometimes, and me and Khazar, like, we have this weird way of talking to each other where we're not really talking to each other. We're just half choppy sentences and it's they're siblings so, so i understand <laughs> i i can see it and, and it's fun to see you guys like interact no it's not you guys are crackheads and i swear <laughs> to god i can't put up with a single <laughs> another second of it i can't um but it, it's been i think it's important for you to be with someone who can who can stay with you through a dark period yeah and i you know people um they love to say like 
oh, uh, find, you know, you don't need a relationship to find yourself, or you don't need a friendship to help you, but you do. Like, you know, before we started, and I'm going to be honest, before we started recording this podcast, like, I was not in the mood to do a podcast, and I was, like, bawling my eyes out, and it's... it's Even like, the day we had the conversation, Aruba and I, I feel like, who cried? One of us cried. I don't know. At one point, we were talking about something, and one of us, like, our voice choked. Yeah. And I was just like, oh... Yeah, and it's like, you, uh, I wouldn't have done the podcast today if Hiba hadn't been like, okay, let's do the podcast, you know? It's, it's, you need somebody, don't, yeah, don't undermine the value that comes from having people around you, whether that's a relationship, obviously be mindful of the other person too, you know, once in a while, ask them if they need to unload something and Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, it's a balance of energy. Exactly. It's a balance of energy. As long as you're responsible with that balance of energy, it should be fine. And as long as both of you are content and comfortable with your dynamic and both of you, (laughs) and both of you (laughs) understand, um, like as <laughs> sorry i distracted him i asked for her charger but yeah, i feel like as long as both of you are comfortable in your situation and as long as both of you are happy yeah it doesn't really matter but it's important for the person to know that you're relying on them to yeah. a certain extent right and i don't like i know saying rely is kind of like being like oh you're dependent of another yeah. person and That's i know how horrible that is to say but it's it's practical it we is. all rely on someone we at some do point. okay it doesn't make sense to me when people say don't rely like you know growing up like you rely on your family that's exactly. all that you have even to this day like i rely on my family a lot and when i don't have like my friends are busy or whatever i rely on my family and you know that that's a, the kind of bond you should have with your friends where it's like you can rely on them i know like people try to normalize now like hey i'm about to unload something heavy on you do you have this mental space like talking to your friend (laughs) like they're a robot i mean yeah again like i said ask your friend how they're doing and whatever before you talk to them yeah but at the same time have friendships where you can trust them enough to go to them and talk to them and they'll be there for you dependency isn't a weakness no that's just all i that's my take on it i feel like in this day and age we kind of make it seem like it's a weakness and it's it's something that we can't do or you're weak or you're powerless but you need people yeah as like humans we need interaction we need to have a conversation we need to be able to have someone who we can just kind of vibe with yeah it is important um and i yeah i'll never be this kind of person who's like hey like don't be in a relationship with somebody that is like you know a healing through trauma or or have a lack of motivation or whatever because at the end of the day i feel like your experiences make you stronger yeah and plus like humans are social creatures by nature and so we kind of rely on people naturally like it is our natural instinct to want to help people to want to talk to people to want to be there for people it's who we are by nature i don't think it's something that we should override just because it is considered a weakness yeah um but yeah we were we're you know it's it is hard like i've been through a lot of times where i've lost motivation and it's always really hard to pick yourself back up but again like as long as you you're have that moment of weakness you have that moment of okay i don't know what to do with my life and you're allowed that like people don't think they're allowed that but you are because i've been confused about where my life is heading so many times but as long as you're able to come back from that like bounce back from that and know the right ways to bounce back from that because i feel like a lot of us struggle with not knowing how to do it and these are the ways to do it to find somebody to help you to find something that you know you enjoy doing whether that's a creative thing whether that's an academic thing whether that's a sport whatever that is get yourself moving like when you get yourself moving that blood will start pumping and all of those neurotransmitters those signals will start going and you'll find something that you believe in do you think you're okay 
Do you think your lack of motivation aligns with going through a breakup? Yeah. Yes. I... Okay, so last month, Mm -hmm. I went through this phase Mm -hmm. where I came to a sense of, again, discipline, right? And before in my life, when it was like other people were kind of changing my mood or or making me upset or whatever i would just kind of crash like i would lose all motivation to do anything all i would do is worry about that person or that thing that was stressing me and now i've reached like this level where and obviously it's a work in progress it's not something that is always going to work and again you need people around you to keep you on that track like hippa did for me today but it's um it's this level where I know that no matter what I'm going through, I can't, I'm responsible for myself. Mm -hmm. I know that, uh, yes, people are going to hurt you. And as much as they care for you, you are responsible for yourself at the end of the day. And you are responsible to make sure that you are getting back up. Nobody else, honestly, and I'm saying this, like if you're in a relationship and you go through a breakup, they're not going to do it for you. Like, they might care about you, but at the end of the day, you got to pick yourself back up. And that's what I had to learn to do. You know, I had to learn to be like, okay, Aruba, um, you can't play around anymore. Like, you can't put your life on pause because of other people. And that's really what you're doing. You're putting your life on pause when other people hurt you. And that's not something that you should be doing. Yes, again, like I said, you have that. You can have that moment of weakness. Like, I'll cry about it. Mm-hmm. And I'll acknowledge how hurt I am because you should acknowledge how hurt you are. But then you should be like, okay, now I can transform that pain into doing something for myself. And it takes a long time to get to that. You know, you have to look at yourself it takes a lot of strength to look at yourself and be like okay i suck right now like i'm really not the best version of me right now and a lot of people can't do that you know they think that it's fine to just be a bad version of you but Mm -hmm. you there's a lot of accountability that goes into being a human being so you have to hold yourself accountable to your standards And if you feel like you're falling from those standards, get back. Like, nobody, again, nobody is coming to do this for you. They don't know you like you know you. Mm -hmm. They don't know about how highly you think of yourself. They don't know about the goals and, you know, goals and values that you have for yourself. They don't know any of that because when it comes down to it, we are our own people, like our own brain, our own head, you know, all of these, the wildest things that we think of that we can't say to other people. They exist in our head and nobody knows about them other than us. And so at the end of the day, it's our responsibility to be like, okay, how can I, how can I heal and how can I get back to where I want to be? Don't consider and don't ever consider yourself a healed person because a healed person doesn't exist. Like it's a work in progress. You're going to relapse a thousand times. Mm -hmm. You're going to like go through something and relapse again. And you're going to sit in your bed and and cry the whole day. But as long as that relapse is done and then you're like, okay, time to get back up. I think it's important to be able to unattach emotions Mm -hmm. from a situation and kind of keep going from other aspects of your life. I don't like, like what, like I said, I don't like to be, I like to remain productive no matter what I'm going Mm -hmm. through. Um, Yeah, I give myself a few seconds to kind of cry. And to kind of, like, get over it. And then there are, like, moments where I break down. But I don't like to sit down and waste time over things. And it just depends. I know there's a lot of people out there who kind of need a few days. Or who need, like, they need their time to process what's, like, going on. I don't like to process. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just deal with it, like, I break down every single night until it just stops. Yeah, because it's... Some people will, like, process it all in a few days, but other people, it's like, you can still be normal throughout your day, but also process it at the same time, you know, because your brain is constantly working, so it's processing a few things at the same time. Um, That's why, like, there's an art to detachment, and I feel like people view that negatively. They think that if you're a detached person, you're cold. I don't think that's true. I think 
detachment is a part where you can, you know, realize that at the end of the day, you are alone and you are responsible for yourself. And you, like you said, you don't attach yourself to people or situations where if, if something goes wrong, you can say that you can look at it in a positive way and move forward from it. I also think that if a person has, this is just what I think, mm-hmm. but I've noticed that people who have major attachment like problems or heavily rely on attachments are the best at also detaching mm-hmm. just because they, they know how to turn it on and off. Yeah. Like the clingiest people know how to uncling the fastest as yeah. well, just because they, they're so used to it. Right. Yeah. Um, so once again, it just comes down to how you condition it yeah. or how you you need to be able to look in the mirror, self-reflect, and kind of see the way that you are, mm-hmm. and then know how to react t- with yourself. Because, once again, like how Aruba said, no one's going to come in and do it for you. No one's going to come in and know you. No one has the time to learn what makes you tick. Mm-hmm. You have to do it for yourself. And it's a lonely world mm-hmm. where you choose who you let into your life. Yeah. So it's important that you surround yourself with people who are constantly going to drive you to be better. Yeah. You don't want people who are constantly going to be bringing you down or who are going to constantly be the reason that you are spending your entire day in your bed. Yeah. You want people who are going to break into your house, break into your room, yeah. pull you out of your bed and be like, be productive, yeah. do something. Yeah. Just stop being like this. I think that's that's really, really important. Um, one of my friends, Rahma, she's like that. If I'm going through a hard time and if I tell her, I swear to God, this girl will show up at my house that same day and be like, let's go. We're doing something. We're doing anything. And she forces me to do things until she thinks that I'm better or until she can feel that I'm getting that sense of who I am back. Mm -hmm. And it's important to have people like that in your life. Because I used to have friends before who would kind of just leave me be. Mm -hmm. I kind of just... Because you don't want to deal... Like, I wouldn't... I'm being honest, I wouldn't want to deal with me mm-hmm. when I'm going through a hard time. Just because it's annoying and just because it's it's too much. And it's just frustrating because you see this person at their worst and you they say things that you don't want to hear. Yeah. Like people at their worst say mean things and you get hurt very, very easily. Mm-hmm. So it's important for you to have thick skin yeah. to be around that person for starters. Yeah. And it just depends on what you what type of person you are you're not a bad person if you can't put up with it i'm not saying you're a bad Mm -hmm. person i'm just saying some people are meant to be yeah yeah it's important to like again have that external motivation because you can't like you can't do without it like when your internal motivation is not there yeah you need to have that external and when your external is not there you need to have that internal right that's the thing um it just it's a game of balance and again like you have to be willing to do the work like the the best way to keep yourself motivated you have to do the work like you have to be you have to be willing to do the work like i can't say this enough because what it really means is that at the end of the day yeah at the end of the day you know what you have to do and you're doing it every single day you're making the choice to be better it is a choice you're making that choice to be better every single day and maybe some days you won't choose to be better and that's fine as long as you realize that it is a choice and your motivation is also a choice like your mindset what how you build how you sneeze never mind it's gone how you choose to look at life is a choice everything comes down to how you want to filter because you have the ultimate control over what your life looks like how you feel about it Life is going to suck sometimes, I'm being honest. Like, you can't paint a perfect picture of what life looks like. That doesn't exist. There's going to be stuff thrown at you that you're not even going to know. You're not even going to be ready for ever. And that when that moment happens, your motivation is going to crash big time. And you need to have the discipline to be able to pick yourself back up. Without that discipline, there's nothing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so motivated right now. Yeah. Just listening to you, I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So that was our take on motivation. Some key points to take away. There are two types of motivation. Intrinsic, extrinsic. Yes. <laughs> you can't even tell the difference. <laughs> I intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. Yes. And motivation is 
uh, basically your neurotransmitter, specifically dopamine, which is a chemical uh, message that is sent to your brain. And it is important because dopamine is triggered by stress. And so how do you place stress on yourself? Short-term versus long-term goals. And so there are four kind of motivators. There is the creativity where you challenge all aspects of your brain when you're doing something creative like art or cooking or sport. And then there's financial incentive where there's some kind of reward that is motivating you to achieve that reward. Um, and then there is a curiosity and learning. So where you're motivated to learn a new thing. And then there's also fear where you're kind of worried about what the punishment will be if you don't reach that goal. And so you're motivated to do achieve that goal even more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think this is a really good podcast, actually, because it helped me like pinpoint some things, too. And uh, learn from talking as always. And we hope you guys found this helpful as well. Exactly. Uh, Hiba, any closing remarks? I think that it is important for you to be able to have different factors in your life where you can find motivation. You cannot have just one thing where you can be like, I'm going to rely on this for the rest of my life for motivation. No, you will find different things that will bring out different sides of you that will have different kinds of motivation for you. Because even motivation itself has many, many categories categories yeah and when you don't feel motivated if you don't feel motivated go to at the getaway space on instagram <laughs> and we will help you out with that <laughs> yeah you guys um feel free to like message us hit us up uh with any more topics that you want to talk about and you know if you ever need advice like Hiba and i we literally don't have anything to do with our lives and we yeah. live to help people and so Again, messages were very nice people and that we will definitely help you. Uh, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, and share the podcast. Um, we thank you for your continuous support and we hope to bring you even more content in the coming weeks. Thank you guys for listening and this has been another episode of Two Girls, One Mic. Peace! <laughs>